1: AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details.
0: Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and logic.
1: From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. This month, we're highlighting beautiful minds, intellectual powerhouses who changed the course of history. Many such women were criticized in their lifetimes and beyond for stepping out of what was deemed the appropriate women's sphere. We obviously disagree with that premise. Today, we're talking about a poet, philosopher, writer, and sci-fi trailblazer who, unlike many contemporaries, published using her own name. We're talking about the one and only Margaret Lucas Cavendish. Margaret Lucas was born around 1623 in Colchester, England. She was the youngest of eight children. Her family was part of the aristocracy, and Margaret was educated at home. In addition to her studies, Margaret was an avid reader, even of subjects that were typically reserved for men. Margaret's family was royalist, and in 1642, she was sent to live with her sister in Oxford, then the location of King Charles I's court. Margaret became one of Queen Henrietta Maria's maids. It was a time of revolution in England, and in 1644, Henrietta Maria sought exile in France. Margaret went too. In Paris, Margaret met William Cavendish, and the two married in 1645. He was at least 30 years her senior. She credited him with having great influence on her work. After Paris, Margaret and William moved to Rotterdam and Antwerp before returning to England as Charles II took the throne. Throughout that period, Margaret wrote prolifically. Her first book, Poems and Fancies, was published in 1653. It included poems and prose covering a variety of topics including science. Margaret's written demeanor was somewhat shy. She wrote about her hope that the reader would look kindly on her work. One poem, titled "An Apology for Writing So Much Upon This Book," reads: "Condemn me not for making such a coil about my book. Alas, it is my child, just like a bird when her young are in nest, goes in and out, and hops and takes no rest. But when their young are fledged, their heads out peep. Lord, what a chirping does the old one keep!" So I, for fear my strengthless child should fall against a door or stool, aloud I call, bid have a care of such a dangerous place. Thus write I much to hinder all disgrace. Margaret wrote six books on natural philosophy, a field that was dominated by men at the time. Her preferred school of thought shifted from atomism to vitalism to panpsychism, the notion that everything in nature has a soul. Margaret wrote at a feverish pace. In the preface to her 1666 book, Observations Upon Experimental Philosophy, she wrote that she expected readers to call her pace of writing a disease. She counted herself in good company as the sufferer of that disease, alongside Aristotle, Cicero, and Homer. After publication of that book, Margaret was invited to attend meetings at the Royal Society of London, which was a club of the greatest male minds of her day she was the first woman to receive such an invitation. There, she rubbed elbows with famed philosophers including Thomas Hobbes, Rene Descartes, and Robert Boyle. Margaret also dove into the realm of science fiction. Her book, The Blazing World, is considered one of the earliest examples of the genre. The Blazing World is a romance set in a utopian world accessed via the North Pole. The protagonist is a young woman who happens upon the new land after a shipwreck. She becomes empress and rules over human-esque animals. The book is particularly notable not only because it's the first science fiction novel, but also because its primary subject matter is women. Over the course of her life, Margaret published over a dozen original works, including multiple plays. She was known as a real character for her eccentric fashion sense and exuberant manner and was later nicknamed Mad Madge. Margaret died on December 15, 1673. She was around 50 years old. Margaret likely published more than any other woman in 17th century English society. Many of her books are still in print today. As always, we're taking a break for the weekend. So tune in on Monday for the story of another beautiful mind. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you on Monday.
0: Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and logic. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary, stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at BabyBrezza.com. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. (laughs) Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo.